Welcome to season six of the My Study Journey podcast. My name is Catherine and I am your host. This season, we speak to past and present students hearing about their study story and especially what their future plans are. Listen to how their journey continues. Today, we have Joyce coming on the podcast. Joyce studied cookery and hospitality on the Gold Coast, so thanks so much for coming on, and I'm really excited to hear about your story. I'm Joyce Hanseboer, and I'm from the Netherlands, so my last name means Goose Farmer. Goose Farmer? Yep. You've been in Australia for how many years? Three years now, but I went two years before that, so five in total. Okay, so let's start right back from the beginning. Where were you born into, or where were you raised? Was it a town? Was it a city? It's a small town. It's 10 kilometers from the German border. It's the Netherlands. It's wet. (laughs) You get used to it. Like back in the day, winters was that you could go ice skating. Nowadays, it's not as much. Really? But yeah, summers are still hot and most of the time it's okay. So for me, I've never been to the Netherlands before. Can you give me like an idea of what it's like? A lot of people, a lot of different cultures flats a lot of bikes but everything is smaller because I mean the Netherlands is only half the size of Tasmania and it's got 60 million people in it so wow. like when we say it's around the corner it literally is five minutes here you guys say it's around the corner and it's a damn hour yeah it's an hour <laughs> the people here claim if you stand on a chair you can see all across their country so if you were to drive from one end of the Netherlands to the next, how long would that take? So from side to side, it's about two hours. From top to bottom, it's about three. That is incredible. Ish. And did you say 60 million people? I believe so, yeah. Wow. How many languages can you speak? Dutch and English. Yeah. You get taught English, French, German and Dutch in school. You don't have really a distinct accent. Well, for some reasons, I'm really good at picking up accents, but I've been speaking English since I've been 18 because I did an international course. Mm-hmm. So they literally, at 18, they dropped me at the farm and they picked me up two weeks later. So in those two weeks, you just had to speak English. Like they couldn't right. speak any other language anyway. So you were forced to. Yeah. And they teach you in school quite early as well, to be fair. And your movies on TV are in English. The music is in English. Like there's a lot of things. Right. But if you don't speak English like I did my international course, you just listen to it. So talking about a farm, is the Netherlands or where you grew up, the town that you grew up in, quite farmlandy or is it buildings and cities? So I'm on the farm side of the country. Like everyone always knows Amsterdam, Rotterdam, like all of that. That's all on the other side of the country. Yeah. And for me, that's somewhere you don't go often, although for you guys it's a two-hour drive. Yeah. Um, But no, I live in the countryside. And what did your parents do growing up? So my dad was a truck driver Mm -hmm. and my mom looked after us because I've got two sisters. Cool. So yes, he stayed at home, looked after us and they did well. The Netherlands, a beautiful, very flat country made up of windmills and tulip fields. Dutch agriculture has helped turn the economy of the Netherlands into the Silicon Valley for food. You went to school in... The Netherlands. The Netherlands. Yes. You went all through high school. Yeah. And then you finished high school. Yes. What did you want to be when you grew up? A vet. A vet? Yes. My whole family, we all just love animals and we always had dogs at home. And I had my own rats. So we always had pets and all of that. What happened after high school? So after high school, I started the international vet nursing. 
So the first year-ish is in the Netherlands. Mm -hmm. And then you go to England for three months. Yeah. And they teach you in English and you do placement there. You come back to the Netherlands, you do your second year, you go back to England again to do part of the course again. Wow. And then as soon as you've finished, you've got your international degree. So if you want to be a vet nurse anywhere else, they know you can do your English part of it as well. Right. But I wasn't ready to go out in the world yet. Mm -hmm. So I did the animal management one, which yeah. because of my vet nursing, I could do in a year instead of two. Excellent. So I did that one in a year. And because I still loved my traveling, yeah. I chose to do that last one in Canada. Everyone wow. else did it in Netherlands. Yeah. But I didn't want to. And how old were you at that stage? 21. So by 21, you had lived in Netherlands, you've lived in England, yes. and you lived in Canada by yes. 21. Yeah. Well done. So I did animal management, yeah. and my assignment, I went to Canada, but I raised 53 animals, wildlife, and I released them again. And that's what I loved to do. I wanted to work with the wildlife. Yeah. But it's all voluntary work and yeah. it just didn't pay the bills and you, you couldn't get a paid job. And I met a New Zealand girl there and she's like, oh, yeah, well, if you're not ready to go home yet, why don't you come to New Zealand and say hi to me? And I was like, oh, yeah, why not? So I went back to the Netherlands, worked for two years like to get the money, worked full on, and then I went to New Zealand. Wow. What did you work in to get the money? The problem with the vet nursing was because I did the international course, yeah. you did placement in England and in the Netherlands. So when we finished and you wanted to apply for a job, they're like, oh yeah, but you don't have any experience. Because normally where you do your placement, that's where they hire you and that's how you get into the circle. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But because you've done your placement in different countries, they're all mm -hmm. like, we don't know you yet. So no one would give us a chance. Wow. So out of the 16 people in my class, like I think only like five actually work in industry. Wow. Everyone else switched. And that's why I traveled to New Zealand and Aussie because they wouldn't give us a chance. Yeah. So yeah, I've been working in hospitality and I worked in a factory. And because of that, I had the money to go travel. Initially, you went to New Zealand. Yes, for yes. a year to see that girl, to see yeah. the country, travel, yeah. bought a car, went around, worked here and there and then traveled again. Incredible. And then I was like, if I'm on this side of the country anyways, why not go to Australia as well? Yeah. So after my year there, because of visa difficulties, I had to leave within three days. Okay. So I literally booked a flight to Aussie, packed everything and went. And that's how I met my Aussie family here in New South Wales. Tell me about your Aussie family. Who are these people? <laughs> so in Aussie, you can get your working holiday visa for a year. And if you want your second year, you need to do three months of rural work or help out. Yeah. And they lived on a farm with sheep and horses. So I contacted them back in New Zealand and said, hey, I need to do this. Can I do it at your farm? And they're like, oh, yeah, sure, sure. So when I booked my flight, they literally picked me up. I went there and I did three months there, but they were so awesome. And they're going to be my Aussie family forever. But yeah, because of them, I could get a second year visa. Yeah. So they became my home place, really. Like I would go and travel yeah. Australia and always come back to them, help them out for a few months, recharge again, and then go travel again. When you say that you called them in New Zealand, did you know that you wanted to spend two years here already? So you were sorting it out quick? I just thought if I'm on this side of the world anyways, and I've got my year working visa sorted, yeah, you need to do the three months anyway. So it's better to start from the beginning and have that second year yeah. than do your year and then go, oh, I still need to do my three months. I'm running yes. out of time. So I'm, yeah. I'm a person that rather plans ahead. Yeah. Even if I didn't want to use that second year, yeah. it's easier to have it when you want it yeah. than try to get it and running out of time when you really, really want it. 
And it must have been amazing for you as well. Amazing for them having someone who already knows how to handle animals and things like that. And then amazing for you because it's right up your alley, right? Yep. Like, That's why I animals. picked the most well. Because, I mean, I just looked online and through Gumtree actually as well. They just looked for someone and I just responded. We kept talking and I was like, oh, well, I'm coming next week. Can yeah. I come to you? And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, sure. So we just had a chat that way and... So what are the things that you had to do there? Most of the time I would help them with the gardening, with the horses, because they did shows as well. Mm-hmm. So make sure that everything is sorted that way. They have two boys, so I would either bring them to school, pick them up, do fun things with them. Just cleaning around the house as well, just the yeah. normal life on a farm. But I mean, their farm is bigger than my whole hometown in the Netherlands. <laughs> so that was a little bit to get used to. Yeah. But trying to explain that to them as well. I mean, for them, they've been living there their whole life. I mean, it's normal. Yeah, yeah. But when I got there, they're like, oh, yeah, it's in the next paddock. And it's like on the other side. Yeah, like, you've got to get on the horse to get to, to that actually next get paddock. to the next paddock. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, no, nah, they, they've been awesome. You did your three months on the farm. Yes. And what happened after that? So after that, I went traveling because I bought a car. Mm-hmm. And then I just went up on the East Coast, yeah. worked on my way up, and then went on my way back down through Alice Springs, went back to the family again, yeah. recapped, and then did the bottom, New South Wales to Victoria, and then all the way from the bottom to the top to Hobart, and then went back again. Wow. Um, but after that... How long did two, it take you to do that? Two years. Because, yeah, because, you well, not really. You do work and travel together. Yeah. So I would do three months at their house, yeah. and then would travel... Three months, four months, yeah. and then would come back and like work in the meantime as well. So yeah. I did backpacker cleaning, driving here and there. I did some fruit picking. I mean, yeah. just wherever hospitality jobs as well. Yeah. And then after the two years, I wanted to stay, mm-hmm. but I couldn't get the right visa, so I went back to the Netherlands. Worked really, really hard for two years again, and I was like, yeah, I'll take a student thingy to Australia again, and what? I'll go in the country that way. What was it about Australia that made you want to come back? Oh, everyone asked me that. There's not one thing that I can put my finger on. Like, you know, I've been traveling around and they're all English speaking countries because that's the only language I'm good at. Apart from that. Apart from that. (laughs) But I mean, I'm really bad with languages, learning them. So I always go to English speaking countries. And although England was lovely, it just didn't click. New Zealand, it was wonderful. But there wasn't really one thing here in Aussie. I just felt at home. I felt at ease, I guess, Mm. even with the traveling. Because, I mean, New South Wales is different than Queensland. Mm. But it's just everywhere you went, it's just nice. Do you feel safe in Australia as well? Like it's safe to go traveling around like that? Yes. Yeah. It's beautiful. The people is very nice. I can go to the beach when I finish work. So that's pretty cool. You're going to like it. You're going to enjoy it. The rest is tasty now. I love it. You're in the Netherlands and you've just done another two-year stint of working really hard and saving heaps of money. You've decided that you want to come back to Australia and you're going to do it via a student visa and study. What was the decision process like, first of all, on where within Australia and to what to study? Well, that's the thing. I found Pathways to Australia, which is the agency that helped me get here. Mm-hmm. And they've got a leaflet that says that if you do any of these 17 courses, mm-hmm. the chances of getting your PR here in Aussie is going to be big. Those were professions that Aussies needed. We do have some short-term skill shortages that will always need to be filled by temporary migration. That will continue. So you go through those 17. I had a look and it's mostly like your bricklaying, your mechanics, your plumbing, da 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 I'm not that kind of person. Mm. 
so there were two that I was kind of interested in the chef and the boat building so I spoke to Jane who helped me here at TAFE as well and she got me in contact with the cookery teachers and I was like okay I want to have a go at the cookery I did the course and it was actually good yeah and what did you think about your teachers teachers were lovely they're passionate about either the food and the teaching and all of them and even the ones that taught us all the things behind it because everyone always thinks you're cooking 24 7 it's not true yeah but even the people that don't do the cooking but teach you all the paperwork and all of that all the regulations they were really passionate about what they did yeah so i had a good time amazing teachers i asked a teacher at the table was it daryl hi daryl i love teaching when the students are in, in the kitchens with us, I ask them to give us their recipes, their tips, their ideas. We want the little tips and hints from their grandma, their family, you know, the, the recipes that they're working with back home to allow it to be more familiar to them so they can enjoy it more. I made friends in the t- in the time that I was here because yeah. it was an international class, so yeah. everyone is from everywhere around the world. So you get a lot of cultures mixed in and you click with some and you don't click with others. Yeah. Have you found that you've made quite a lot of friends here in Queensland? Yeah, Yeah. I'm quite easy to go with and I'm a people person anyway, so it's not that hard for me to make friends. Yeah. So yeah, like in class I've made friends, at work I've made friends, it's it's quite good. When you finished your cookery course, you obviously got employment in it. Yes. Yes. So I did my placement, which the teachers found for me, and that was at Sheraton, Grand Mirage and Yuzo. I did my placement. After eight days, they literally offered me a job. Wow. I started there as a casual. Now I'm a full-time chef. There's not enough staff all the way on the Gold Coast, not just Sheraton, nowhere. They need chefs. That's why it's one of the courses that gets you... They're desperate stay. for <laughs> they workers need at chefs. the moment. Hey, yes. It's a bit of a crisis, really, that's oh. being pushed, that we really need more international students in specifically Gold Coast and places like that Yep. because we're just screaming out for more hands on deck, really. We just need more workers. So yep. it's definitely the employees market out there. Well, Australia is facing a worsening staff shortage crisis. New data has revealed there are almost half a million jobs vacant. It's your choice where you want to go. Like, if you really don't like one place, there are other places you can go to. Normally, you really have to be picky and, oh, I want that one, and if I don't have that one, I don't have a job. Yeah. But now it's the other way around. You don't yeah. like one, you go to the next. Yeah. And although it might be easy to switch, I do think it's important to be kind of loyal to a place as well when yeah. you start somewhere. Yeah. And as long as you feel at ease and you're happy to yeah. stay, and although there are other opportunities, you don't always need to take them. It's a um, bit of a strange situation because I remember when I was growing up or travelling, Finding a job is such a stressful part of it. Sometimes you can be in quite desperate situations and you're like, I just really need a job. Whereas I feel like if you're traveling at the moment, it's definitely the time to do it. It's the time to come over and be a student, really, because you're not going to struggle finding a job at all. No, and even if you're not qualified for anything, because I'm a qualified chef now, so it's different positions for me than when you start as a student. Yeah. But even as a student, there's enough jobs here that you can do, even if you're not qualified or anything. As long as you want to and you're willing to, then you're fine. With the days that you work, what are the usual hours that you work? So I'm a breakfast chef, so I work from five till one. I set up the buffet because I do the buffet. Yeah. So from five to six I set up, from six to 10.30 we've got buffet. You've got an hour 
to set up lunch and then you do lunch and then every once in a while i'll do a lunch shift which is 8 30 to 4 30 mm-hmm. and it's again i do the buffet so yeah as a chef you've got several positions like everyone always thinks that you always have an order you make it and you give it mm. you've got different positions i do buffet you can do a la carte you can do pastry you can do production there's so mm. many other things you can choose from it's amazing how do you find the Gold Coast to live at? So if someone who has never been to the Gold Coast before, explain it to me. So I started off in Brizzy and then came down here to the Gold Coast. So Brizzy is a little bit more busier. And then as soon as I got here, you've got the water right there. Like where I live in Runaway Bay, I can literally walk five minutes and I've got the ocean right there. Yeah. And you've got the beach. And because I work at Sheraton, it's the one resort literally on the beach. So every morning I see the sunrise at five o'clock. Wow. And when I drive home at one o'clock, it's relaxed. Like the Gold Coast is really relaxed, but you've got everything you need. Mm. Like I don't live in the city. Like I live just outside of it. So I have the peace and quiet that the Gold Coast provides. And I've got the lovely pelicans flying over and all of that. But then when I need something, it's a five minute drive to the center and I get whatever I need. Yeah. So like the Gold Coast has everything. You want peace and quiet then live just outside. If you want the city, city busy, live inside it. It's got everything. The other thing I think that's amazing about the Gold Coast is the hinterland that's right there. Yep. Have you been out to all the beautiful like walks, you know, like Twin Falls and stuff like that yet? Not this time around. When I did the traveling the first time when I was an Aussie, I did some of the walks. Yeah. But while I'm here, like you work and on your days off, I'm supposed to go walking and all of that. <laughs> but I'm just in the garden enjoying the sun and watching my series and doing that. Like, wow, lovely. I haven't done it not much, but yeah. Tambourine Mountain is next week. What are you passionate about? Helping others. Like, I really like to make others happy. Mm. I like baking for people. (laughs) The people at work as well, like, I bake things at home, but because I live alone, I don't eat everything. Mm -hmm. So whatever I make, I bring to work, and my colleagues love eating that, and I did the same for school. Like, when we had classes, and it wasn't a cooking class, but a lecture class, I would make something and bring it to school. And, like, helping people out wherever I can, that's my thing. What kind of wildlife do you see? Here in Aussie? Yeah. Oh, you see your pelicans flying over, which is for me, it's a weird thing because we don't have any big things back in the Netherlands. The first time they flew over, I was like, oh my gosh. I get a lot of geckos at home. Yeah. Like geckos everywhere. Last time I saw something in the garden, I was like, oh, oh, I've got a snake. Oh my gosh, Australia. And it was just a blue tongue skunk. Oh yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's such a lovely little thing. I love my animals, so we've yes. got a lot of spiders, like the small ones. Everyone's afraid of those big ones and yeah. the huntsmen and everything. You find those at the farm in New South Wales. Yeah. I have them in there, the cities, yeah. but here, nah. No. Like even the redbacks, they're probably here, but you won't find them. Have you seen any sea life? So I've seen one dolphin here. I wanted to go on a whale watching tour, but mm-hmm. I just haven't gotten the right time. So I will. Because the season is coming. You'll be able to sit out on one of the surf clubs. So Gold Coast has just all these surf clubs scattered along the entire coast. And they're right on the water and they all have these glass windows. So you can sit there and have lunch or drink a beer or do whatever. And you see directly out onto the ocean. And you will just see like three or four whales. They're all breaching out there or you'll see the water spurting up. It's actually incredible. It's crazy that you can see it. I haven't done that one yet, but I've seen the dolphin at the spit because I was just doing my walk as well because I was new here in the Gold Coast, so I went for a walk and it was just there at the spit and I was like, oh, this is awesome. (laughs) We're in Queensland, Australia. I know, right? I'll see. (laughs)
What's your future? What do you want to do? Mm, at the moment, I'm actually quite happy at Sheraton. So yeah. I'll stay at Sheraton. Like, we all have dream streams. I don't know if I'm ever going to make them real, but I, I would like to have this small business thingy that I make cookies or small little thingies that you bring to people or at the market or like they can get from a van. Like yeah. I love a food van. That's yes. what I would like. Keep it small, but for everyone. Do you want to stay in Australia? That's the plan. For the foreseeable future. Yes. Yeah. That's the plan. That's why I came back. Am I going to be here until I'm 80 years old? I don't know. For yeah. now, I want to stay. Do you think that you made the right choice by coming to Australia and going on the path that you did? Yes. Yes. I just went back to the Netherlands on a holiday. Mm-hmm. So I saw everyone after three years and it was lovely seeing everyone. And it's lovely giving your parents and your family a hug and friends and catching up. But as soon as I had my flight back to Australia, I was like, yeah, I'm actually going home again. Yeah. So yeah, I, I made the right choice coming here. And then we'll see what the future brings. Like I said, dreams happen or they don't. If you could give advice to someone thinking about traveling to Queensland and studying, what advice would you give them? Work it out. Like before you get here, think about what you want. Like some people want a car because they want to travel. Some people like to take the bus because that one brings them wherever they go. Think about, do you want to do your second year visa? Because if you do, don't wait until the end because you're going to run out of time. Be open for things. Like I know you might want to work just in certain things, but sometimes you just run out of money and you just need to work for whatever you find at that time. Just be open-minded, do it for two months, three months, and you got the time and then move on. Have an idea what you want to do, but be very open-minded. If something comes in your way or comes on your path and you're like, "Ah, should I, should I not? Just go for it. Just try and then see where it goes. And if it's not the path that you planned out to begin with, that's okay. If someone asked you to wrap up your Australian experience, how would you describe it? It's very rewarding. I met a lot of people. I made a lot of friends. I've learned a lot of things. I've got my own little housey. I've got my garden. I've got work. I actually have friends. Like I've got everything I wanted. If you've enjoyed this story and want to explore studying at TAFE Queensland, visit us at tafequeensland.edu.au. Click on the international tab at the top of the page. That's tafeqld.edu.au.